0: So, welcome. Thank you, Wilson. You're uh, you're the first. You're the first person. I well, so I did one the other day, and then it it got messed up because the mic was on the wrong setting, and then <laughs> the camera. I didn't know it did that like shut off thing. Um, Technically difficult. Yeah, but that's okay. First one, first jitters. Um, it happens. But it does. Yeah. Now we're now we're here. We're here. Um, how you been? Pretty good. You know, just staying busy. We're yeah. just been uh, crazy. So. Has, so, its is it back to, like, fully normal?
1: Yeah, I mean, there's tons of people moving here with Which is, COVID. oh my gosh, dude. So, everybody's buying stuff, and the market's going crazy, so people are refin-
0: yeah, refinancing I, stuff, and they got so much money to spend, so... I, uh, that was one thing I was going to bring up, is I've noticed how much more crowded it is here now oh, than yeah. it was just even, like, a year ago. Oh, it's crazy. I... Cause I I love where I live and I, I'm really fortunate to, to live at the beach. But I walk out there, and it's just packed oh. constantly. Oh, I never go during the day. You can't. It doesn't make me want yeah. to go.
1: This is the only time you go, raining or when it's dark. Yeah, out. <laughs> it's, uh, it's so,
0: and it's not. I just it's not as fun. Like it's it's so much better when there's like less people. Like it, oh, it's, it gets sure. so crowded and saturated with people. Like especially if I so I don't know like. I don't know if I told you I got into like prone paddle boarding. I have not heard that. but oh, well, so it, it's out there. I'll show you okay. afterwards. It's this big, like 12 foot board and you lie down or kneel on it to paddle. And it's just like this big thing. And when I try to go do this, it's just like I'm do- <laughs> dodging through people oh, yeah. and like to get out there. And it's just, it's a mess. And coming back in, it's like, what is that? And it's just like, it causes oh, like yeah. a scene. And I'm just like, I'm just trying to like, you don't leave anything have on the beach fun. or so many people. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just like, can I just do my thing? <laughs> like, I don't oh, yeah. know. I, I'm realizing more and more that I don't like crowds. Yeah, especially, I, I mean, after COVID, you're just like yeah. quiet for so long
1: here and you, it comes out you're like, oh, everything's oh. like this all the time. You get so used to it and you go out and you're like, why is there so many people out? Like, where these people come from?
0: Yeah, I, I, I really think I don't like large groups of people. Like, yeah. I'm... Finding that I'm getting more and more frustrated when I'm in traffic, like I'm turning into like an Rage. old man. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, but like I went to so like you know my parents were redoing that airstream. Mm, okay. Yeah. And, yeah. So we that's constant trips to Home Depot. Oh yeah, constant. Well, well. Oh yeah, and middle of
1: the day traffic. Oh my! God. I never go after like four thirty. I'm like, I'm gonna go tomorrow,
0: or like it's so bad. Oh yeah, it's horrible. And. Home Depot is such a melting pot of people. I can see you would you would think it would just be people like working on projects and like doing no. home improvement stuff, no. but it is everyone, mm-hmm. and probably three fourths of the people are not wearing masks. Like there's just yep. like, and I, it's just like crazy. And I my parents usually get to the airstream first, and then they get there, and then they start doing some stuff, and they always realize oh we need something else. So as I'm going, <laughs> my dad calls me. Hey, can you go pick these three things yep. up at the Home Depot? Yep. I'm like, all right. Oh, you never get everything
1: you need. There's never. never one trip.
0: We've yeah. never done one trip there where we've gone, oh, cool. We actually yeah, we got, got everything yeah. we need. Gosh, it's this, shit, there's that. Every time. Yep. And it's just far enough away to where it's kind of a pain. Oh, we yeah. we yeah. have it at a storage facility. and It's probably almost 20 minutes from here. So it's like 15 minutes from my yeah. parents' house. Yeah. and. I feel like that that's just far enough to where it's like... Oh, it's but you're not going to run there all day long. Like, oh, it's a short drive. It's like, it's yeah, enough. But it, like, going back and forth, it's like, that's 30 minutes wasted. Oh, yeah. And that just gets really annoying. Oh, yeah. How far along are you guys on that? So, so it's a 1974. It's 21 feet. And when we first got it, we had to completely gut it. Gut, okay, yeah. Like, completely strip it. We had to remove the actual trailer, take it to a place, <laughs> and have them, like re-weld parts of it. I it was rusted away? Yeah, because the bottom right part in the back where the shower facilities were, it had leaked naturally, mm-hmm. and it just rusted through, so it yeah. was trash. So, we just are at the point where we put the trailer back on and put the new base flooring on. Okay. But, and I haven't said this yet on, like, YouTube or anything, but we've, we've decided that we're gonna sell it just because it, <laughs> it turned into such a money pit oh, yeah, that they didn't expect it. and they 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 planned it out and they were pretty like honest with what they thought it was going to cost and mm-hmm. like my dad like he's good at this stuff my mom was a civil engineer like yeah. they know what they're doing like they're smart people yeah. but it was just the little things that kept happening and the setbacks of you would do one thing and you'd have to wait for two weeks for it to happen to then be able to do the next thing just yeah. because of how it's made. Yeah. And especially with the trailer piece, when it was just a shell, it's a very fragile aluminum shell. Mm-hmm. And it's just, there's so many little things that go with it. And it just got to the point where my parents were like, I, it's it's not worth it. Like, And fortunately, they think once we get it to a point where we could sell it, basically like with the trailer fully connected, the base mm-hmm. floor and all that stuff, like it could be sold to like a business or like someone else who wants to do it. Right? They could deck it out how they want. Right. They just can... trying to make it yeah. somebody. Unfortunately, they're kind of in high demand right now. Oh yeah. Like for sure. They're very popular. Yeah, like yeah. that whole idea of camping and like living in something retro is so popular, especially mm-hmm. with remote jobs. You can work anywhere. You can why work why not work anywhere? in the mountains. And yeah, why not work a... in a cool airstream? Like yeah. And I get it. Like, I think it's very, uh, it's a very attractive thing to do. It's just, I think it's taking them more time than they expected it would. I mean, my dad has a full time job. Like my mom's a mom, like they they're busy people. They don't have time to like always be, and I'm in school full time, like trying to like do photo work and Mm -hmm. this stuff. And it's just like, it, it became a lot harder than they expected.
1: Yeah, I mean, it. Which is a bummer. It is. It, it kind of sucks because, like, yeah. So you start a project, you're like, oh, it's manageable. You think about all the right. things. We always tell somebody, like, okay, we think about everything down, but like 10 or 15% longer material cost yeah. is generally what we end up having to do because there's always something that comes up. Right. Something that you don't expect. And then you either got to call another trade in, which is yeah. the worst thing. It's waiting on somebody else. They could be a month out, they could be weeks. And then that adds a lot of cost to the job. And yeah it's just it never works out how you imagine
0: and especially for something that you're excited about mm-hmm. like genuinely like, oh, you think it's gonna be cool. My dad's wanted an airstream for as long as I can remember. he's always been really really into them and like they found this one at a good price. it was cheap it was like exactly what they wanted and it's just it's just not gonna work which is like a it's, it's a bummer, but like you sometimes have to like step back and be like, all right, this is the reality.
1: Like, yeah, I mean, it's the it it's is. one of those things, like, a lot of times as the idea of it goes, it's like, it's a great idea, it should work, could work, it's just the amount of time, I mean, you have to take so much time to do something like that, yeah. and then you got, if you know, if somebody does it all the time, they know all the things that are going to come up, and they can fix it themselves, maybe, but right. if you're doing it yourself, first time, maybe, and it's just, it's rarely going to work out, like, oh, the numbers are perfect, we're going to be able to keep it, it's just, it comes to the point, like, you got to sell it, or you're just going to sit on it for so long, that it's going to be... Like, yeah, you know, wait ten years to resell it; the value to come
0: up, right? For something like that. And and for those who who don't know, Jackson is a. Do you consider yourself a contractor? Um, I'm kind of a, a lead framer, so I work as
1: kind of the uh, lead guy on the job site. We do okay. everything, not just framing, siding, windows. Yeah, and, uh, I do everything on the side. I'm kind of handyman as well. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I work with a couple contractors. I don't. I'm not a contractor yet. I don't have a license, but... Are you working towards that? mm mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, like, so, the, the main goal? Yeah, it's, like, four... You have to be uh, working for four years um, with a contractor, a licensed contractor, okay. and be on certain jobs that are licensed jobs, and then they'll sign off on your contracting license, and you got to pass three tests, a uh, finance building code, and then, I believe it's, like, a tax or something like that. Okay. Like, a heating
0: something code, but... So you've got to pass three tests, and then you can get your license approved. And because you you've been working in this field for, is it two years now? Yeah, about
1: two, like two and a half. So I started Cause we s- in December when I got, I got back from school. I left school.
0: Right, you now. and I both did the same oh, yeah. thing. Left yeah. at the same time, oh, at the yeah. same time, yeah. <laughs> I left, I was like, I'm not going back. And you like, oh, we can go back just a little later and take some time off. Yeah, we did that, uh, that first semester little test run. Oh, yeah. And- I was like, absolutely not. And you were like, yeah, maybe make it work. Well, but- the, well the funny thing is, you and I both, Went to a school for sports. And oh yeah, yeah. We, I, I mean, I know for a fact. I think I chose the school because of the sport, and I think yeah, I think you chose it. Did you choose yours because of the sport? A little bit. Like it was the
1: art part, but then I could play yeah. soccer there as well. Like I wanted to go for ceramics. I mean, hell, I didn't know what I wanted to do. Right. So I was like, it's an option. It's not. Like I Syracuse, like that's like a sport, sports school. If I was gonna go somewhere, and I
0: both wanted that. I was
1: like, and I talked to them, and I was like, it's just not worth it for me. Like I, I know I'll be so unhappy, and like maybe you get in the team, and then you're like back, you're like you gotta work your way up to get on a good boat, and like he, partial scholarship maybe, but like and then you're at Syracuse as a rower, and it's your whole life for four years, yeah. And you get out, and you're just, what are you gonna be, a rower? You get rowing coach, Like, I just didn't see where it was gonna go for me, so I was like, okay, I'll go to ceramics, and then. I got, but I was like, the whole art thing for me was a little redundant. It was kind of like, okay, you can be a, an artist and you can kind of make your own way. And I was like, I don't see a whole lot of paths for that. Right. Especially now, like, you can put something up on the internet and you can find whatever you want on the internet for cheap. Yeah. So if someone wants to get something, crazy. they'll get it off the internet. They'll to go walk around. Oh, check out your art show, blah, blah, blah. Maybe if you make a name for yourself, sure. Like, it, it could work, but the avenues for that working are so narrow, with so many people want to go into it nowadays. Right. It's just,
0: sure wasn't worth it for me. Yeah. And... It was just so funny because you and I, we, we rode together for four years oh, yeah. because, so I did it five years and you did it four you years. You got me into it. Right. I was, I was literally thinking <laughs> yeah. about that today because I I could tell you where we were sitting. We were sitting with Harrison Engler at oh, lunch yeah. under the, um, at Episcopal under like the tent. And I was talking about rowing. I, I kind of told you, I was like, Oh, you should try it. Yeah. And the funny thing is. So, for those of you, obviously, where you might be watching this, Jackson's like a pretty big guy. He's yeah, like decent size, six, yeah. Six. Six, Six, three, six, four, six yeah. three, like, yeah. you, you're you probably way, like. Well, like two, ten right now. Yeah, like, yeah. You're, you're a big guy, like, fit, big guy. And he played soccer, very athletic. Um, And I was like, oh, yeah, you should come try out. <laughs> yeah, why not? <laughs> yeah. And then all of a sudden, you come out, and I was like, oh, crap, he's good, yeah. he's gonna take Shit. my spot. <laughs> I got, I like got worried and then, um, fortunately we both ended up on varsity and it it all worked out and it was, it was great. But, um, we both had, um, goals of possibly rowing in college. Oh yeah. Yeah. Which is interesting. Yeah. And we even, we did did that, yeah, the 2K training. That was Um, cool. I didn't put enough effort in there. That's for sure. Yeah. That was a crazy, that was, that was fun though. It was really fun. But, um. And then I decided I was going to go do triathlons, yep. and then you were like, oh, I'm just going to stick with soccer. Yeah. Um, we both went to our respective schools, <laughs> yeah. stayed yep. a semester, and then You're like, yeah, came back here. to Florida. <laughs> yeah, it's too much. I don't want to do this. Yeah. yeah. It's but we both kind of went far away and came right back up. Yeah. Yeah. So. Which is something I always said I wouldn't do. Of course. Everybody's like, Oh, you yeah, I'd never come back. Yeah. Like I wanna stay somewhere else. Yeah, I would nope. hear hear about people who like stayed and where they're from. I was like, Oh, why would you do that? Like, what oh, is dear. wrong with you? And then <laughs> <laughs> a semester later You're I like, did it. Ah I'm coming home, guys. Yeah. Everyone was like, Oh, okay. Well also people now I, I don't post I don't ever mention anything about school. Like mm-hmm. I never say anything about UNF. I never do anything about it. And people like don't know I go to school. Yeah. Someone, I mean, like, told me, like, one, of our, go to students, one of our right? friends are like, yeah, no one really knows what you do. I was yeah. like, what? Yeah. And people are like really confused by it. It's really funny because mm-hmm. like I just don't care about posting. I don't care yeah, about it's just talking about it. It's is just school. Yeah. It's just a means to an end. Yeah, like I try not to talk about like all the stuff I do
1: every day at work. It's just it just worked for me. Like yeah, I, like, I'll
0: talk about it every now and then. But I'm not like oh hey I do this I'm a contractor all the time like right. it's
1: just what it is. It's what you do. Yeah. I know.
0: I'm just like I'm just trying to get through it. Just like you, I don't need to like talk I mean, about
1: it all the time. Yeah, I mean most people, it's the whole world they're in school. That's all they do. So yeah, that's what they talk about. So right. if you have something else you talk about outside of school, which makes it different so you're not like oh all I do is school that's all your friends are from school yeah. so you have some other activities you do which
0: separate you from a lot of people right and that and it's because you know this I, I try a lot of different oh yeah like sports yeah. activities How many, like we're we gonna get this month
1: like which one are we you going to yeah like
0: <laughs> and like everyone's like oh Wilson like all his phases but I see it as like oh I'm just trying new things and trying to like be a jack of all trades, you know. Like yeah. I think it's good to differentiate yourself, and and you do a lot of stuff too. Oh you yeah, got, I have so many hobbies. You got the dirt biking. Now. Oh man, I got. So much How'd stuff. you get into that?
1: So it's funny. The contractor I work with, he's like thirty-four years old. So okay. Everybody I work with, is a decade more older than me. Right. Generally two decades. Generally like forty-something years old. Which probably forced you to have to like
0: grow up. Oh
1: yeah, I've I talked to like two adults all day long. Yeah. I work with adults and work with people who. Very houses, have, have families. Like I mean, I know people who have kids more than anything else. Like, I'm dealing with, like, people have, like, <laughs> seven old kids. And they're like, oh, you have any kids? I'm like, no, I'm, no, I'm 21. Like, I, <laughs> No, I don't have any kids yet. They're like, oh, 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 I have no idea. And I was like, yeah, that's the point. I don't want to be like, oh, I'm 21. And I'm not, yeah. not partying tonight. <laughs> but yeah, so he, a long time ago, when he was growing up, rode dirt bikes. And of course, yeah. when we being a young guy, he was like, oh, you should get a dirt bike. And I was like, eh, never ridden before. I was like, it sounds a little sketch. Like, so I didn't get one yeah. for a while. And then I was out camping for New Year's, and he sent me like a text, and I was like, I saw it. I was like, He's like, you can get this one right now. I'm like, Okay, well, I'm out in the woods camping. He's like, When you come back, we're gonna get it. So it was a, it's like a 1989 Honda CR2 two, xr 200 So okay. it's not a big, big bike. I mean, yeah. it's fun. Like it probably goes like 50, something like that. But okay. it's a four stroke, so it doesn't have like, it won't throw you off the back. That's nice. Yeah, it's four a lot strokes. of fun too to learn on. Yeah. I learned how to ride. I mean, it's a really fun thing to do if you're gonna fully commit to it.
0: It's an expensive it's hobby. It's an expensive hobby and it's just a lot the of time. clothes alone. Oh, yeah.
1: Clothes and you got to go to the track and you got to yeah. have maintenance. Like, I've had to rebuild. And you don't have a truck, so it's, how do you, like. Well, I'm oh, okay, yeah, okay. I a trailer. Oh, Yeah, I have a trailer on trailer. I'm supposed to put tools in, which I never do. It's right. just kind of sitting at yeah, the house yeah. right now and I <laughs> it's empty. So, uh, of course, Blake's always like, we should make a dirt bike trailer. I'm like, no, no we're not going to fully commit yet. It's yeah. let's, mine. Uh, let's leave that. We have like four trailers already are ready for work. Let's leave one empty. Right. But, yeah, so I. I generally go with him. I leave it out uh, to the place we go riding. It's out there right now. Let's just say. Oh, okay. And so I can go out there and ride whenever I want. But it's one of those things. It's like it's fun, but I don't ride it like every day. Like yeah. I'll go out there once a week, maybe once every other week. Well, but,
0: I uh, so my dad he grew up dirt biking mm-hmm. all the time as a kid. Mm-hmm. He had ATVs, go karts. Like his parents owned a, a summer camp, and so all summer until he was 18, like he would work at the camp and like mm-hmm. ride dirt bike trails. And this was in like North Carolina. So it was like, oh exploring is the best part. Bob. Yeah. You it's like as far as you want. ideal dude childhood. Yeah. I mean, like it, it doesn't get any better than that. Yeah. And I should also mention the camp was an all girl summer camp. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah. I mean, Dream it does land. not yeah. get any better than that. Riding dirt bikes around looking yeah. cool. Yeah. And he also, <laughs> that's where he met my mom. So okay. it worked out well for It worked out well. Yeah. Um, but so I've always been like, oh, I want to try it. Like, I want to I get into it. And for Christmas last year, they got me, well, beforehand, I was like, I really want to get a dirt bike. Like, I know I would get into mm-hmm. it. Like, I think it would be really cool. And they're like, all right, well, hold on, hold on, hold on. So what they do is they get me a class mm-hmm. for me and my dad to go to. And basically where they like teach you how to ride a dirt bike. Yeah. Okay. So we're like super amped up about Mm -hmm. this. Like, oh, this is going to be really cool. going to finally learn how to ride a dirt bike by a professional. Yeah. So we go and we drive and we're driving around. This is like in the middle of Florida, you know, like Mm -hmm. the part of Florida that like nothing, there's nothing there. And it's like really bizarre. bizarre. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like, you have no idea what's going on. Mm -hmm. And we show up. And we're looking around, and there's not a sign. There's just farms. We're not Mm -hmm. even sure if we're in the right place. (laughs) And we just pull up, and all of a sudden, this other dude pulls up, and he's like, "Oh, you here for the dirt biking class?" And we're like, "Yeah, Yeah, I guess so, yeah." And he's like, "Oh, okay, I'm Bill or whatever his name Mm -hmm. was. Like, I I, I'm in charge of the company." We're like, "Oh, cool, nice to meet you." He's like, "Oh, come on in." And by "come on in," he meant like drive down this like little driveway to this like (laughs) little probably like two acre flat land and there's like a little like 300 meter dirt track the kind of love it yeah. like 300 meters like tops Yeah, yeah. Not, like, big. yeah. not big not yeah. big and this is like a it's shaped like a track like mm-hmm. it's not a perfect circle but it's got like two straights yeah and we're like oh, okay. oh and my dad and I are like kind of thinking ourselves like oh there's no way that's it like that's got to be like Kitty track, or something. track yeah. like there's no way that's what we're about to go on. Like there's got to be some trail in the woods because mm-hmm. there's like some woods back there and stuff. We're yeah. like, Oh, okay. So then another dude shows up, and then a dad and a son show up, and Bill's like, "Oh, this is Jim, whatever his name. Mm-hmm. He's gonna be in charge. I'm gonna go and teach another class." And we're like, "Oh, okay. Um, hi, Jim." And this dude is very, like, follow the rules. Probably has a military background, yeah. and he has this big textbook, and he starts reading it word for word. This textbook about how to ride a dirt bike. That's what I teach somebody how to ride them. And reading them a book, yeah. <laughs> my dad, my dad knows, and my dad knows how to ride dirt bikes. Yeah. Pretty good on them, and I, I don't, but I, I can kind of figure it out. And yeah. he go- he will tell us, like he'll read us like a chapter, which felt like an eternity, and then he'll send us off onto the track the kitty track, Mm -hmm. this 300 meter little track. And we do a few laps. Oh, okay. I got it. Cool. Cool. And we come back and he read another chapter. How to shift. And yeah, and then we'd go and do another few laps, come back, read another chapter. And it was like that. And then after like five laps, I was like, okay, I think I know how to do this. Like I don't need to keep listening. And the course was like an all day course. Like this was about to be like a five to six hour event. (laughs) And I'm like, dad, like, we we can't. Yeah. We can't sit All you want to do is there. ride around. You don't want to. Sit there yeah, I yeah. was like, this this is ridiculous, mm-hmm. and my and my dad was like, yeah, this this is horrible. Just walk. Uh, so just gotta walk. Yeah. We, we just were like, oh, we gotta go, yep. and we just hopped in the car and left. Yeah, and you gotta do it sometimes. And I mean, it was it was helpful because I know I'm not really into dirt bikes. Mm-hmm. I don't need to get into dirt bikes, <laughs> and I know I will never do another class yeah, like that. Absolutely you. not. Because yeah. it was horrible. Yeah. And yeah. we literally just laugh about it all the time now. Yeah, I did basically the exact
1: opposite. I bought a dirt bike, having never ridden a motorcycle before. Yeah, Never been on anything and took it right on the road, which is illegal because it's not street legal.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, which road? Oh, right by
1: my house. Oh, okay, okay. There's a cop that lives right there. Yeah. So I throttle it up full speed and it's so loud. I mean, there's no muffler on it. It's like, it sounds like a street bike's coming through the street. Oh, so I'm gosh. riding it and it, the suspension's real good. So I'm just going over speed ski going go like 40 miles an hour down the road. And it's just a long straight, so I'm just flying back and forth. Eventually I was trying of go around the neighborhood a little bit and I see a cop sitting there and I was like, oh, he's probably out for me. And I was like, oh, I'm just I'm gonna stop at the stop side slow down to be, yeah. be good. Didn't downshift, so I stall the bike out. <laughs> the cop like sees me, drives over and like trying to kickstart. I'm like, oh shit, 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 shit. Yeah. He comes over, he's like, uh, you need to go home with that. You can't ride out here. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, I was trying to obey the law and stop. And I was turning around going home. And he's like, Yeah, I can tell you're new, and I was like, Thanks. <laughs> like thanks, I know. He's like, You need help start that? I'm like, no, I don't need help start the bike, man. Thanks. I took like five minutes. He's waiting there for me to start it. I felt so bad. I was like, it was out of gear that I I flooded it, and I was like, shit. I get home, I'm like, I'm not riding this around the street anymore. This is so embarrassing. Oh, it was so funny. The neighbors were like, one of the neighbors was like, rev it up, like pop a wheel. I'm like, this thing could not pop wheelies. So I'm like, I'm like revving it up. I don't even know how to start it. I can't pop a wheelie. Oh, yeah, I can't pop a wheelie. (laughs) And I was like, I'm going to go to the woods next time. I didn't fall at least, but. And is hilarious. I was, oh, that was so, it was so bad. I got home and I was like, man, how did I how did I manage to stall it in front of the cop? I guess it's like the worst escape anybody's yeah. ever had from a cop. We see him, oh, stall it. I'm in like third gear. I'm trying to downshift it. Then I flood it. Then I have to turn the choke on. Oh, my gosh. And it kickstarts its old bikes. I'm sitting there kicking it for like five minutes, like a hundred times. Oh,
0: damn! <laughs> that's hilarious. No, I learned
1: how to ride it. I mean, that's the best way to learn it is just get out there ride. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it's totally fun if you have a place to ride. Like, I... The guy from work the contractor I go with, his uncle owns some property, so we go out there ride on his property. Yeah. But I mean, it's a good couple miles around. So there's a little lake and stuff it's like that. Around. Oh, truck. for sure. Like so there's a lot, there's a big mulch mountains you can ride up and stuff like That's that. That's cool, yeah. So, and I mean it's it's some fun, but it's like if I didn't have that, I wouldn't own
0: the bike. So no, and that that was also the big thing was I would have to drive so far just to oh, take hours. it somewhere. Yeah. And I was like, gosh, like that seems so counterintuitive to me. It's just such
1: a day. It's such an event. I then... know. I
0: was like, I'm not into it that much. Yeah, like, mean, I'm not racing. I'm not. Yeah. Like, I'm not. I, I told the contractor that I work with. Like, immediately, I was like, I'm never gonna race. Like, I promise you, I won't race. Like, I'll get it. I wanted to learn how to ride a bike. It was the main reason I got it because like, I wanted to have a street bike for a while. Yeah, like, you talked to me about like getting like a. Robot. Like yeah, somebody. I want
1: like a Kawasaki or something like that. Yeah. Or a Honda, like six hundred, and I was like That's crazy. I talked us about that and I was like, I'm gonna die. So I didn't get it, which Dude, is that a good was, thing. It was terrifying. Man. I would have one hundred percent killed myself by now. Oh my but... I don't
0: I don't I mean I don't understand how more people don't. Oh yeah, I mean like a day like this, a little bit of water on the road and the thing's just yeah. no traction, so you're gonna slide out. Oh it's it, yeah. and you're in such an aggressive position. Mm-hmm. Oh sports you, bikes, yeah. You're not like in a balanced mm-hmm. position, like at least on like a Harley or like a cafe racer. Yeah, you just kind like, of sit back. Yeah, like it's along. like a it's yeah. like a regular bike, and like you have a little more control. But like when you're in that like pocket, oh, it's just crazy. Yeah, I mean, you're in a racing position the whole time. It's crazy. Yeah. Like
1: I, I mean, I, I don't get how that's like people's like daily driver. Daily driver, absolutely not. It's be like, only for fun. Like the adrenaline rush is like nothing else. Like when yeah. you get up, like full speed and like you just you're maxing out max RPM, and you have like a dead straight road. <laughs> oh, like the rush is great, but like. Every day, one day you're going to get hit by something. You're yeah, going to hit something. Like, the matter The main thing is just people around you. Like, I am confident. Like, I cannot crash or not slide out. But if I'm riding on a road, especially around here, yeah. any time of the day that's not like middle of the night or early in the morning, right. there's going to be somebody around you who's not paying attention. Like, I almost get hit in my car every day. Like, I wouldn't want to oh be on a motorcycle. Yeah. Just like a little, and they can't barely see you. So, you get tapped by a car. And you're well, a tap ground.
0: when you're going that fast oh, in yeah. that position on that type of pace. There's place. nothing you do, yeah. I mean, it, it, it's insane. Like, yeah. it, I mean, it, you'll fly off the road. Yeah, I mean, like, it's you get so a, a
1: respect for on a dirt bike, which is why I wanted to start there. Because like, you can fall, you're in the dirt. Like, I've fallen plenty of times, you're yeah. on the ground. But, like, you realize the second that bike's like, not centered and, like, it's off its axis a little bit, it's right. so heavy, they're 200 pounds. I mean, a yeah. you know, street bike's three to 400 pounds. If you're yeah. you're leaning a little bit, there's no, like, oh, I'm just going to stand it back up. Like, it's a lot of weight. Like, yeah. there's no, like, oh, I'm just popping right back up. It's, it's generally going to go if
0: it gets off that you lose your grip or you get off your axis a little bit. Totally. No, oh. it's that was that's like one of my parents' like rules with me is like, don't get a tattoo. <laughs> yeah. Don't get a dirt bike or don't get a, like a motorcycle. I think that's the only two. There's, like the big like please yeah. don't ever do this. To us. You Yeah. Know, most parents think about it like,
1: okay, I don't want my son to have a dirt bike yeah. or a motorcycle. Right. I don't ride in the street, and I don't want him to get a stupid tattoo. He's gonna regret. Yeah. Which so. <laughs> and I agree.
0: I, I totally. You know, I, I don't care about tattoos. Like if you have them, great. it Doesn't oh, yeah. do anything for yeah. me. Like. The only time, and I, I've told this to my parents, that I would ever get one for two reasons: one, if I was in the Olympics, okay, and my parents enough. agree with that, they're yeah. like, "That's fair." Oh yeah, life and, changing event, yeah. right? Like that's that's a big deal. And then second, if you're like special forces mm-hmm. in the military, mm-hmm. yeah. I think that's because that's more yeah. of like a memorial to like the people you possibly have lost. Yeah, and it's you training. Yeah, how long have been in the military for? Like the whole brotherhood. Right. It. I oh, think yeah. I think those are the only two. Reasons I would ever get a tattoo? Yeah, I mean, I just think any other reason
1: you're going to regret it because there's no yeah. thing like imagine a song you're
0: like oh it's the best song ever I'm never yeah gonna, like, it's not, not going like to be that it's not going to for a month yeah you're like, gonna hate it yeah yeah no, that's... very
1: rarely you're gonna have something I mean like family maybe like your a parent passes or something like that you don't want to forget it you already have tattoos right sure understandable but yeah I mean for the most part it's one of those things. It's like
0: you're showing off to other
1: people most of the time. Like it's for other people's. Yeah. It's well, not for yourself. That, generally.
0: That's so true. And I actually, that th- uh, thought made me think of the other day I was, I was driving and when you look around, you see like, especially with trucks, you see trucks that are really souped up and yeah. you've got a lot of cool, like bells and whistles on mm-hmm. them. And, and it can be like this for like other cars too. And like all these accessories on the outside and the inside of the cars are still the same. And I was thinking about this cause if you really think about it, all of that on the outside of the car is for other people. Of course, yeah. Because the majority of people who see that on the outside is not you. It's the people on the outside. Mm-hmm. You see the inside of the car. Yeah. No one sees the inside of the car but you. So why not instead putting those resources and that money that you put on the outside to the inside of the car and make the inside of your car nicer? Because yeah. you're in your car all the time. Mm-hmm. But you're not outside your car looking at oh, it all the time.
1: Yeah. But no one does that. No, people, I mean, the ego thing is the biggest yeah. killer for most people is they think like, oh, they don't even think about it as ego. They just think like, oh, I want to make the outside of my car nice because right. like, everybody sees that and, like, who cares? Like,
0: who cares? I, I,
1: I work and I do everything and I have a, basically a sedan kind of car. Like yeah. I have a truck and I can do, right. I have house to trim tools. I have everything. I can go trim somebody's house out of the back of my car, frame a house in the back of my car.
0: Your yeah. car is packed to the brim. Oh man, it's always full of something. Like Ford needs to like oh. sponsor you just so they can like show like how much truck. space you oh, use. It's like, insane. Like I have yeah. the
1: whole back of car filled. I have like I can do it's I can do a whole job. I have ladders in there. Right. I can get a miter saw in the back, which is this huge cutting saw. It's They're like giant, it's massive. Yeah. Twelve yeah. inch blade. Like I can trim a whole house. I'm like usual. Like and then I can put 16 foot boards on my roof racks because you can't put them out of the back of a truck because it sticks too far out. So right, I can actually carry right, full-size right. lumber.
0: And-, and most trucks don't have roof racks. Cool.
1: No, because it doesn't make
0: sense, yeah. Yeah, well, I almost... Um, we were looking at trucks the other day because before we did the Airstream, we were trying to figure out... We wanted something that we could take to go camping. Like yeah. We wanted some sort of either thing we could tow, like a vehicle, something like that. The problem is, like, vans, they're too expensive. Yeah. Like, to get a used one, they have... Over a hundred thousand miles. They're American made. They're not going to last long. <laughs> no. And then to get a new one, it's like forty thousand dollars for yeah. a cargo. It's ridiculous. We're going to get one for work soon. A used van. Yeah, I going to start driving it as like a work van. Yeah,
1: yeah. And it's you know, like, like a transit or something. Yeah, like yeah. even a used van, it's like 10, 15 grand. Oh god, and it's, it's hundred thousand miles plus.
0: It's it's so yeah, bad. Basic. Yeah, and for something that you would want to use for like driving across the country to like camp in, like mm-hmm. that's not the most reliable
1: thing. No, so. Yeah. And I mean the space to like if you want to fill it up and get it packed in there it's such yeah. a small space like it's So it's so narrow. You yeah, you can't get a bed in there, you can't have a kitchen set no, up. Like it's, it's
0: any of that stuff's going to have to go on top or outside somewhere. Right. It's it's just it's hard. And so have you seen those truck bed campers? I think so, yeah, they kind of like stand up in the back yeah. and stuff come out or something like that. A little yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's this really cool company called Four Wheel uh four, or Four Wheel Camper something like that and they make different models for different trucks Mm -hmm. and they're really cool they they like pop down they're they're good looking they're not too like big and boisterous or whatever and so we're like oh man these are pretty cool like we should maybe like look into that and i was like oh yeah like i can maybe like drive a drive a truck Mm -hmm. like maybe trade my forerunner in for like a truck or whatever i was like maybe i could i could get into that my dad was like oh man like that'd be helpful like and Um, like that'd be, that'd be good to have like a truck in the family. I was Mm -hmm. like, okay, so like, let's go, let's go take a look at them. Maybe like, who knows? Yeah. And it's so funny. The moment I got into it, I was like, I don't like this. It's not going to happen. I was like, I am not a truck guy. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. This, I felt so small and like massive. Yeah, I'm and, off the ground so high. And it was just a Ford F-150. Like, oh, it was not no, even, yeah. like, a big... The most big,
1: popular truck there, yeah.
0: I was like, what is wrong with me? Like, yeah. I, I'm not a... I'm, like, I'm a smaller guy. Like, I'm, like, 6'2", like, 160. Like, I'm not a big guy, but, like, I'm not, like, tiny. Like, in my... <laughs> feel oh, small, yeah. Yeah, I got in and I was like, I feel like the puniest guy in the world right now. <laughs> you need a step to get in the truck. yeah. I was like, what is going on? And it was just so funny how, like, going in like before like mentally going into it i was like oh yeah i'm gonna like it it's like it's america's truck like who wouldn't Best like in the world yeah. yeah and i was like oh no this will never work yeah. like i i do not like this yeah and i don't know it's just crazy how when you're so used to something when you try to go to something that isn't even that much different, but it's a little bit different. It mm-hmm. feels like a complete like world shift. Yeah, I mean I've driven trucks obviously a bunch of times at work. You know, I drive people's
1: trucks around, pick stuff up every now and then. But I mean yeah. I, I've never been a person where I hop in I'm like, Oh, this is great, like I really like the truck. Like yeah. I want to drive it's just such a massive thing to drive around. And yeah, yes, of course the bed's nice sometimes carrying right. concrete, carrying some other stuff, put windows and doors in the back. It's a big flat space, but right. and I mean having a truck when you're a contractor is a necessity obviously but not everybody needs to have one i mean it's a lot of times it's the symbol like oh you're a contractor you or you work in the trades and you should show up with a truck or a work van and that's what you have so yeah and that was also part of it i was like
0: i am not a contractor i don't work construction like i don't really need a truck Mm -hmm. like i love my forerunner it's a great car like it'll last for a while everything in that yeah yeah like there's so many great things about it i love like I don't need a truck. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it was just really funny because my dad and I, we just, like, left and just kind of laughed, like, well, <laughs> we're not truck people. Yeah. And and that's fine, you know? Like, that's why they make different cars. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of types of cars. Yeah, like, it was just, it's just funny how things aren't what you expect.
1: Yeah, I mean, the truck thing, is just crazy. I mean, I see so many people who drive trucks, and yeah. the majority of people who drive, who buy a truck are never going to use it like oh, a truck. Yeah. And, and what, what
0: percentage do you think
1: it is? Oh, like 70%. Yeah, people who have I, a truck don't actually use it as a truck. Yeah. I mean, like I know a lot of people who like, I'll drive by them, they'll be on a job site, they have a truck, and like they have no, they, I've never seen any tool in the back. Yeah. Not, they don't use the bed. For me, it's like, I can keep everything in my car, it's covered, it's closed, it's locked. It's a way, right. like I don't have to worry about leaving my car somewhere and there being thousands of dollars in trim tools sitting yeah, out in the sure. rain or something like that so like it's great for me like obviously if you have compressors and framing stuff and outside tools it's a little less of a problem ladders and stuff yeah but still i mean like it's not too much crime around here but anybody they see a nice tools a nice dewalt tool sitting in the back of your car like oh let me just take that out yeah like especially if it's sitting out in your driveway all night and for months and months and months
0: yeah that's true
1: it's just more to worry about for me i mean yes i'll I end up a truck one day. Yeah. Just because it is <laughs> it's Like, I, I'll need a truck to yeah. tow something. I think I have a tow bar on my car, but it's not meant for towing, really. So I'm not going to tow stuff everywhere with it. Yeah. But which is mainly, you will not burn the car out by trying to tow too much weight.
0: Right. The towing thing, and that that was another thing they were looking at, too. This was when also when they were still thinking about keeping the Airstream. Like, my car can could tow it, mm-hmm. but it, it would be at like a threshold. Yeah. And it, it's just bad like. For car. It's bad for the car. Yeah. Um, and so that was a big thing. Like, if you have a truck, like, no problem. Of course. So, but... I mean, uh, it's one of those things. There's lots of trucks out there. They're still going to make a lot of trucks. I mean, that
1: Ford F-150 that they've made for the last couple of years, it's just the aluminum body, which is super light. And, I mean, the yeah, thing goes I mean, so fast as well. It's it's, it's, it's interesting. Oh, yeah. it's a great car. In five or ten years, it'll be affordable for all kinds of stuff. So, right. I'll price it from now, a lot of that stuff. I mean, the main thing is, that, like, even a basic truck is... $40,000 in a new truck.
0: Yeah, dude, like, even like a Tacoma. up. No,
1: yeah, like no like, wind-up windows It's like thirty five grand. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. Yes. I was
0: like, it's a truck. Like, mm-hmm. this is supposed to just be like a basic car. Well,
1: that's why because everybody buys them as like luxury vehicles now. The price just keeps going up because people in Palm Valley and people yeah. in uh, Ponte Vedra want a truck to take home. They're like, and they're never going to use this truck but they buy it And they're happy to pay whatever. Yeah. So then the price goes up for people who actually use a truck for work.
0: Well, like there's like GMC Denalis, Mm -hmm. like those are absurd. A Ford King Ranch for like eighty grand, (laughs) like or like a Raptor, like all suit. I mean, it's unreal how much people will pay for for a truck.
1: Oh, it's crazy. Yeah. I mean, if you're gonna be in it all day, if you're working all day, sure. But yeah, it's gonna sit and be your kind of garage queen, yeah, it's it's a bit much for me. It's crazy. Yeah. But I mean. It is what it is with the vehicle stuff. I mean, it's funny in the trades because, I mean, obviously, as I said earlier, there's a lot of young people yeah. you don't see a lot of, like, people are older, have an older truck, have a truck, sure. they've had it forever. It's not like somebody's starting with the trades and just buys a truck right off the bat. I yeah, mean, they're expensive. Yeah. So, I've been told to buy a truck for, since I started. the like, you oh, sure. get a truck. I'm like, okay. I just say, okay. I'm like, yep, sure. <laughs> I won't get one, but sure. Yeah. That's funny. I get one eventually. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those things. If I need it, I'll go get it. But I just, I've never been in a situation where like, man, I really wish I had a truck right now. It would no. solve all my
0: problems. <laughs> Dang. Um, on, on a different note, did you, were you aware of the, the big fight last night? Mm, I don't think so, no. The, do you know who Ben Askren is? No, no idea. Oh, okay, so Ben Askren was a former, like, Olympian wrestler, MMA fighter, and he was fighting Jake Paul, who's, like, a yeah. YouTuber. Yeah. Um, but like jake paul has been trying to get into the like professional boxing world he's had okay jesus two other like pro fights before but they were against like another youtuber and like a basketball player or something okay and um jake paul actually he won last so night he Did well so it, it was <laughs> it's weird it they did it it's called trailer fight club it's like a new streaming service and a new like and it was basically just like a big show. Like they had like Justin Bieber, like Snoop Dogg was hosting it. Like all these like events that happened before the fight. It's MTV kind of like everything. yeah, got yeah. all the hosts and all this kind of stuff. Right thing. And I, the whole point of it, I think, is to try to make like boxing more interesting again and more relevant because yeah. it kind of died down a
1: lot. Yeah, I think you have hardcore boxing fans who
0: like want to see like traditional boxing. Yeah, and that's yeah. like not what this was. No. And like Ben Askren, he's like a really like chill, just like regular dude. Um, and he was like, yeah, like kids should not be watching this, like, this is not, like, fighting or whatever, it was it was yeah. funny, but he he's never been in a boxing fight, because he's, like, a wrestler, mm-hmm. and, like, he's, it's very different, it's very different, yeah. and um, Jake's been training as a wrestler, and he, he punched him in the first round, and, like, Ben fell to the ground, like, got up, and then, like, he kind of looked like he was fine, and the ref was like, oh, no, you're out, Jake wins, so it was almost okay. like, so just I don't know, stop part, it early. Yeah, they were like, the stoppage was a little, a little soon. And yeah. <laughs> I, it kind of almost seemed like the whole thing was geared towards Jake winning. When you're talking about
1: celebrity status, I mean, there's, it's going to be, you yeah. don't want to see a bloodbath, where like they come out and you can't even recognize them because their faces are so messed up. Right. Like, it's, oh, there's a good knockdown, like it'll be better for the views, like the TV. Like I don't, Yeah, I am probably the farthest away from YouTube, Instagram. I have no yeah. social media, nothing. I'm never on there, so I have no idea what you're talking about, but well, I can imagine.
0: And it, well, it's funny because, like, this dude, the the YouTuber, he he gets a lot of hate because he's kind of a tool, to say all yeah, I mean, <laughs> You know, He's got, like, all the tats, and he does a lot of trash talk, and he's just, like, not a nice guy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, yeah. You want to see him lose, but then he wins. And, right. And, and it's interesting because I wonder if... Him acting like that as a YouTuber and as like a, a celebrity, like if that's what people think of when you say like, "Oh, I do YouTube," and like, I wonder if since he is such a high level of fame on that platform, if that's what people now associate like doing that type of stuff with, and that kind of sucks. Yeah, because I think it's, it's it like depends. It Depends on their level
1: of exposure. I mean, like right. I've
0: obviously every watched YouTube and like, there's anything you can find, yeah. anything you
1: want to possibly watch is going to be on there. Right, but. Yeah, yeah. if you're like, say, an adult who doesn't know much about YouTube, or yeah. say he doesn't, isn't connected to that world, you see that fight, Jake Paul, who's just talking about smack Mac and all yeah. the TV, and like, it's on the TV, and they see it, and they're like, who is this person? Is this what everybody's on YouTube's like? I can right. understand that. I think if people are on YouTube, they know there's other people yeah. besides him, but yeah, I mean, it definitely makes it more difficult to get started in a professional manner on YouTube, for right. example, if you want to I mean, there's so many channels, so many people, and so many platforms. That... Well, and,
0: and being clean doesn't really get you viral most of course Of course not, time. no.
1: I mean, people want to see the crazy, like, oh, this person died in this video, or yeah. this guy, you know, his arm chopped off, or, like, oh, we, we robbed this place. And, and you know, that's, like,
0: and that's like his whole MO, and, mm-hmm. it, and I don't ever want to be like that. And, like, I do YouTube, and, like, I make videos and stuff, but it's just, like, vlogging and, like, fun little stuff, and it's, like, nothing, like, intense, but... On the other side, like, the Ben Askren guy, he's just, like, a chill, like, dude who's not like that. Like, just, like, a genuinely, like, good guy. Mm-hmm. Like, wife, kids, you know, yeah. like, coaches wrestling. Just, like, nice. And you're just, like, man, like, it's so funny to see. Like, the matchup of the two people couldn't have been any more opposite. Mm-hmm. Like, on this side of the spectrum, is like, crazy, like, jerk. And then this side's, like, chill, like, yeah nice guy. Yeah, it's generally
1: how they like to set up boxing like, fights. Yeah. Like, you have the asshole, and then you have, like, the good guy who's, right. like, fighting for his family, like, doesn't party, and then you have, like, the party animal. It's, it's really him. interesting. Yeah, because, yeah, I mean, that's what draws the crowd. It's like, oh, you, this guy's going to put him in his place. Like, you want to see the, the asshole get beat up, for example. You do, yeah. So, but then when he wins, you're like, oh, man, he's going to go fight again. Like, I want to see somebody's going to beat him up. Like, right. I draws you back in. Yeah.
0: I literally, like, woke up and saw what he won, and I was thinking, oh, I wonder who he's going to fight next, and I wonder at one point. He will be beaten, and who will do it? Oh yeah, you know because you—it's—it's it's hard to see like someone who like you like respect to lose, mm-hmm. and to someone who you don't respect. Yeah, I mean, was
1: it a weight class thing, or do they fight at the same weight? Or they are
0: pretty similar weight. Like a, yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, a lot of times boxing and mixed martial arts are very different sports. Like if you yeah. if you could be a great boxer because you used arts. to do
0: mixed martial arts a little bit. Right? I did for a
1: little bit. I actually wanted to get back into it. I yeah, I kind of had a time there. I wanted to get into some MMA uh it's, street. it's crazy it's yeah so interesting yeah. a kid that just started working with us he actually does some jujitsu so really? i was like yeah he's i think he's like 20 he's like the only young kid who's come out there to work with us before he's been there for a couple weeks now but oh, okay. so he does it and i was talking to him about it and he was i was get, wanting to get into it i mean it's the time thing like if you put the time in great investment of time like well it's also expensive it is yeah i mean like i was it's a hundred something bucks a month probably yeah i mean like
0: that's pretty expensive
1: Oh, it's expensive. Yeah, it's not like, oh, I'm just going to go hang around out there and like have fun. Right. Yeah. You got to put the, like, if you're going to pay that much money, you're going to go there. You want to go there. You, yeah. you should go there four or five days a week and
0: actually train. And like, I, I have friends who do it and the class times are like all at like night too, which yeah. like, I don't like to, I don't want to do that. Either. Yeah.
1: It's for people who work a lot. It's like for me, I'm like, this is great. Like I'm that late, but like I can see like somebody who gets their workout done in the morning or like yeah. doesn't want to go at eight o'clock at night to go fight people. And right. Gym. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. That doesn't. Yeah. For me, like I work out late anyway. So I'm like, Oh, this is awesome. I can go to work, yeah, yeah, yeah. come home, go there, and then probably go for a run or something like that and work out after that. Right. Yeah. So I'm like, Oh, it works out great, but I can see
0: if you're not a, like that person. Well, what I was wondering, so the guy who I was going to do the first episode with, we had the technical difficulties with, I was commenting. I was wondering if it would be harder for an MMA fire to fight a boxer because Throughout the fight, they have to restrict themselves because they can't kick, oh, yeah, they can't grapple, so yeah. they end up wasting energy doing that. Whereas a boxer who has only ever done boxing and all they know how to do is use their hands, they can just put all of their energy towards that.
1: Yeah, it's absolutely. I mean, it's going to be an unfair advantage to the person who just boxes because right. you're you go into this kind of like trance that go on fighting and you don't you're not thinking about every move. As you, when you get into a fight, especially yeah. in MMA, like if you trained for four years, five years, ten years in MMA, and then you go into a boxing ring and you're trying to like your instinct to grab his leg or yeah, it's second yeah. nature. Yeah, you're not going to think about it. It's going. What you want to do is so you have to think about not doing that the whole time. Yeah, it's just going to be harder for you to focus on the fight.
0: Yeah, so. and, and I watched some of the fight and it was really interesting because you could definitely see and even um, like the commentators were like, "Yeah, Ben Askren, the wrestler was." He looked like a boxer from like the nineteen thirties with his like how his stance was. And, like, <laughs> yeah. It was just like because he just doesn't know. Like he hasn't been doing it. Yeah. And, I don't know. It, it's kind of sucks that that was the example that they used to like claim that like this YouTuber is now like a pro boxer and like actually did an actual fight. It's like yeah, yeah, they actually fight someone who's a boxer.
1: Yeah, I, know. I mean, well, yeah. that's the whole thing. Is like if they fight somebody who's actually good. It- they could really yeah. yeah like, they're probably gonna lose and then the hype's gonna fade away. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, it's just like
0: dragging it out as long as you yeah. can. But so then if
1: you're a professional boxer, why would you wanna fight some kid and give right. him a title shot or a shot at actually yeah. beating you? Like if it, he did beat you, it would well, be like, Are you kidding done. me? Yeah, of course. Like that's you're gonna get so shunned unfair. by everyone, one of your fans. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean like walk was it's not even worth the risk. Like sure you can make some money on it, but like your whole career after that, if you did lose, and there's always a chance you could lose, especially in a boxing match get knocked out, get right. like a hit or something like that. I mean, it's just it's <laughs> no. not worth it for somebody like that. Who has a title or already has a reputation in the boxing division. Yeah. And doesn't want to
0: risk that for a YouTuber who's talking shit. Yeah. It would, it's probably all social media stuff too, right? It's all back and forth, this, that, and the other. Yeah. And that's what I was wondering. I was, I always wonder, like, how much of the, like, the banter and all that stuff is, like, orchestrated. It's, I mean. You know, because I feel like it has to, to a degree, because, like, like we said, like, that, sells tickets yeah i mean
1: yeah. it may not be like orchestrated like oh let's they talk back and forth to each other like oh we're gonna right. say this and say that but i'm sure jake paul knows when he says one thing that it's going to get a reaction you say yeah. it for the reaction not because you may believe it so you're not saying things right the truth obviously yeah so, but you're saying you get a reaction out of somebody or to try to get them to come fight you or whatever get the hype up or something yeah it's
0: it's pretty crazy how like social media has completely changed the way like we view like especially like sports yeah i mean it's an interesting
1: i mean you know obviously you've
0: done almost every sport i can yeah from, so and
1: <laughs> i mean you know what it's like you can get into a sport and like there's a following behind it mm-hmm. but then the, the instagram or the social media following for a sport is maybe very very different than the actual sport itself like all the training that goes into a sport all the time you have to put in to get good at it yeah you're not going to see that you're going to see the the finish result this that and the other and it's right the hype stuff they want to see like this crazy thing. they don't want to see like a road race that takes two weeks they want to see like the one fight in one night that's crazy so, yeah people don't want to invest as much time as you would need for like a maybe a more professional sport or a sport that takes a lot more energy a lot more like mental capacity than a half hour fight or a 10 minute fight or whatever yeah is.
0: well it's, it's all about the highlight reel of course yeah everyone yeah. wants to see
1: the best thing like all
0: oh, this championship round this that and the other yeah they don't want to see any of the training any of that stuff i know and i don't know it's just crazy um Especially because you don't have Instagram, but in the past year, something that Instagram has really done a lot of is ads. Mm -hmm. And that's like all it is now, Mm -hmm. like to grow organically on it is such a struggle now because there's so many ads in your content is constantly being blocked by them. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it's crazy. Like, yeah, I mean, I I've gone. I was
1: gone on Instagram before. Yeah, yeah. Who hasn't? But like, I've seen it and gone on the platform. But it's always funny to me because like, it has the when you search up something it has a su- the suggestion page. Yeah. And it tailors it immediately no matter what you type in it, then you see pictures that are kind oh, of related to that. Crazy. It's hilarious. Like, and I'm hardly yeah. honest. I can see it like when I go on and I'm like, that's from like a two month old search that I did. Yeah. It's like an archery thing or something like that. Yeah, or, a yeah, yeah. or whatever it might be, and it's like a bunch of hunting pictures and this that, and the other
0: motorcycle pictures. And like, right. whatever you search up, it'll send you a bunch of links. And I'm oh, like, Oh gosh, it's crazy. Like, oh yeah, it's designed to get you to keep going. I so, swear, I, I'm convinced that like the phones listen to of you. Of course they do. I, mean, I 100% think that. Well, I mean, all your apps, they don't even need to
1: listen sometimes. Like so whatever you type in, like it is an algorithm that can figure out what you type right. in, what you're searching. I mean, cause that's all e- easily accessible from a company. Like they get the rights to that. They can see what you're searching up, what you're looking at, yeah. what you're buying, what you spend the most time looking at like, I'm, I'm sure you saw a documentary, The Social Dilemma, I'm sure, you see yeah, that? okay, I
0: haven't watched it yet, everyone, I know, I, like, talk about all this, and I'm really interested to buy it, but I just haven't, I'm almost held back, because I'm almost, like, afraid of how real it's gonna be to oh, me, oh, yeah, it's, it's especially because I, world, yeah, especially because I am in that world, and, yeah. like, I do, I do have Instagram, I do YouTube, I'm now trying to do podcasts, mm-hmm. like, I, I have all of this stuff going, and it's going to like hit me. I'm like, Oh my God,
1: everything's a lie. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not so much that it's just, it's an unfair advantage to a company or a bigger source yeah. because they, you can pay to get the views or pay to get the information that keeps people clicking. I mean, right. Like I see it. Like my dad, for example, like he was never on any social media forever. He's kind of a when it comes to that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And he has a phone, like a little Android person like that. And he has Twitter on there. He'll just sit there all day. He's working from home now. So he can be on his computer and he just kind of scrolls right, and reads right. stuff. I mean, it just keeps him going, like, it's all he does now. And that's crazy to see. Because you can see it from the outside easily. You can watch somebody kind of go Into down a the trance, yeah. Into the trance. And, like, they don't realize it because it's such a slow and gradual thing. It's so easy. And it's just their normal routine then. And yeah. you step back and they're like, they hardly ever step back and like, oh, this is not uh-huh. normal. Like, I shouldn't be on this 40 hours a week.
0: <laughs> like, as oh, much as I spend at work. Yeah. It's so insane. Like, I'll just, like, sit down and I'll, like, look at Instagram for a second. And then all of a sudden, like... 15 minutes will go by and I'll be like, what's happened? In the yeah. road? It's just like, Oh, you just get
1: sucked in. Yeah. I it's mean, it's crazy. How I, good
0: they are. Oh, it's drawing you in. Well, I mean,
1: it's, you imagine it's, you're a single person and you're a an normal person versus million, yeah. billions of dollars in technology. Yeah. Thousands and thousands of people who are professional programmers, professional right. human behavioral psychologists, like every, every aspect of that is yeah. focusing on you to get you looking at it. You're never going to win. Like there's no, scenario where you win that. Like if you well, the only way you win is if you delete the app. Basically, yes, you have to delete. Like I had yeah. I mean, like I think I had Snapchat for like two days and I was like, what is this? This is nonsense. Yeah. But if you were on it like if you any of these apps, you're on them for like a couple days, it's like a cigarette. You smoke one cigarette, smoke two cigarettes, it's like oh it's what nothing. Smoke it right. for a week and you're like, oh I want another cigarette. Like yeah, you hit it once or twice every now and then you're fine. But like if you get sucked in, it's real hard to get out of it. And the longer you obviously you do something, the harder it is to get away. Like yeah. even watching T V every night, like where you can sit down watching TV, watching YouTube. That's your, your daily routine. That's very,
0: very hard to be like, Oh, I'm just going to stop doing that now. Yeah. I'm going to start working out again. Or I'm going to do this. I'm going to eat healthy. So. Well, I used to never, ever watch YouTube. Like mm-hmm. I never did it. And then like, I made a YouTube channel and I started posting stuff and I started like subscribing to other people's channels that I found interesting. Mm-hmm. And now I can just go hop on the app and on the homepage, like there's a video that will like stick to out to me. That'll yeah. be interesting. I'll be like, Oh, I can I can watch this for mm-hmm. nine minutes. Like yeah, that's not I'm that sure. long. And then yeah. like a suggestion pops up and yeah. it's like, oh, why don't you check out this one? It's mm-hmm. like, oh sure, why not? I keep watching, yeah. Yeah. And oh my god, like oh, do, you know, saying, do you know who Jocko Wilnick is? Jocko Willink? Willink? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I just butchered his name. That's embarrassing. Yeah, It's funny, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Willink, that's mm-hmm. right. Yeah, yeah. I believe it's Willink. Yeah. His I am obsessed with his like podcast mm-hmm. and watching his videos. Mm-hmm. He is so cool yeah like, you get some hardcore people like that and yeah like those i feel like at normal. least i'm learning something yeah like i don't feel like it's a total loss because he does like there is some interesting stuff like i just like watched like a ted talk of his mm-hmm. and like i feel like that's like at least adding some value it's engaging yeah right I, I it's think... not just watching like someone like some people like love to watch people play video games of course. I mean, like funny. i've never understood that <laughs> like that, yeah. you don't get anything out of it. No, you're watching somebody else play a game. Right. Like, at least
1: play it. a video game. At yeah. least do something. Yeah, I mean, for me, it's one of those things, like, I, I see it as kind of like, you make the excuse, like, I'm learning something on this right. video, and then you just keep... Because it, it, your brain's like, oh, I'm, it's fine. Like, I'm learning something yeah. on this one. Like, I'm going to keep watching. Like, I'm still learning something. Like, you, you can always learn something.
0: Right. Like, relevance can be... That That is interesting. really interesting. Yeah. That is... That's really a good point. Yeah. Because yeah. you rationalize it. Yeah. But that's true. If, if it's not... Learning something is one thing, but have it being relevant to your life is another. Yeah, and then
1: actually doing something with it. Like, I've a thousand times been like, oh, I'm definitely going to use this piece right. of information, and then i never think of it again. So, right. And you watch the video for a half hour, and you're like, oh, this is a great video, I'm going to really do something with this, and then it's back to normal life. That is relevance. Yeah, that so is forward. really interesting. Dude. Yeah, because your mind's real good at kind of telling you, oh, this is this is good, I'm learning something, yeah. I'm going to use this tomorrow or next week, or this is good, for, like, it solves this problem I'm having in life right now. Right. And you don't actually use it to solve the problem because you didn't earn the piece of information. You just
0: picked it up. You, so didn't, earning,
1: well, you didn't have to work for yeah, it at just, all. Yeah, you just were it. just gathered it. Which doesn't make you appreciate it and doesn't generally yeah. make it stick. So if you had to go earn something, you had to go try train or study for something, you're gonna obviously appreciate it and remember it more than right a two second video or thirty minute video, all these different facts coming at you. It feels good like you feel that kind of uplift. Like, oh I'm gonna do something yeah. in my life and change it. Very rarely is it gonna actually be the truth.
0: Well that and yeah and I think the most the things that I've most like felt good about are things like physical like things like races or mm-hmm. training like so like because like you have had to work for it, and like you yeah. have had to pull off to work. It, yeah. and like those are like probably a lot of people will say like school but to be like I, I'm not I don't try the hardest in school like, yeah I'm not I think like, a lot of
1: people you know, know what well, I mean like school I'm trying hard but against what like what are you gauging that off
0: right like who are you? you're not fighting someone in the classroom no, like, yeah it's yeah.
1: Most people let themselves off the hook quite a lot with that kind of stuff. Like yeah. I did it all the time. I'm like, oh I'm trying hard in school, and I get out of school and I'm like, I didn't do shit in school. Well, I passed because I was just fucking sitting there.
0: Well, in Episcopal, I my whole thought always was, oh, I'm gonna row in college. Mm-hmm. So I don't need to worry about my grades now mm-hmm. because my physical abilities will allow me Make up for yeah. to get to college. Yeah. And boy was I wrong. Oh it doesn't work like that generally, no. No, because which was Something I didn't expect, because, like, I, um, I talked to, like, good schools. Like, I was, when I was a lightweight, I talked to University of Pennsylvania, the Ivy League. I was like, oh, yeah, like, I had a phone call with them, and they were like, yeah, your 2K score is good. Like, I remember, you were like, it was
1: going, because you lost a lot of weight when you were doing triathlons. Right, so I I became a lightweight, and I
0: was pretty good, and then I did cross-country, and then I got really fast. And... um. I was like feeling good, and they were like, "Yeah, you need your GPA needs to be, and it needed to be like 0. 0.5 more than it was." It's not possible at a certain like, senior year is not. Gonna I was like, "Oh, okay." Like, oh man, yeah, this yeah. is not gonna work. Yeah. I could, I literally was. It was the summer I went to be a camp counselor in mm-hmm. North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Remember, because before then, I was like, I don't want to go. I just want to stay in the summer and train. Oh, I think I remember that. We were yeah. at the banquet. Yeah. yeah, and I, remember I was that. like, yeah. I do not want to go to this. Yeah. And it ended up being a great summer. Yeah. It was really fun. But I was on the beach in North Carolina when I was on the phone with the rep or the like, recruiter. from. It's happening. <laughs> it was basically like, yeah, this is not going to work. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. And, and I was like, oh, OK. Yeah. um, Yeah, that was... That was disheartening, but I I wish I had, knowing what I know now, I do wish I would have tried harder in school just because yeah. I think it would have given me more options.
1: Yeah, I think it's always the kind of go-to is like, oh, I, I wish I would have done a little more when I was yeah. there. Like, it would have given me more doors. But, I mean, for me, for example, like, when I, I could have gone to a bunch of different colleges, I think I would have right. come to the same outcome, no matter where I am. Yeah. And I think I could have. You waited. really think you would have, like, Absolutely. left anywhere? Yeah. I wasn't happy in school ever really. Yeah, I mean, I was That's at true. school because you had to be in school, but I—I I was the person who didn't want to be there. I yeah. was in an art classroom, avoiding my other classes. I didn't do well in a lot of the other English classes, reading, math classes. Like right, right. No matter what, like I just wasn't. Mainly because it was my effort wasn't there for a lot of the stuff. Like I didn't yeah. work hard enough some of the freshman sophomore years to be and to be able to enjoy junior and senior year as much. So I'm not gonna have fun. But then. For me, if I were to go and say, oh, if I would have worked harder all through high school, I would have had a much better, be much better off. I probably would have ended up close to where I am now. I, I would think it may have taken longer. I may have done better in school, which actually probably would have been worse because I would have been in college for what, a year or two and then realized this isn't for me. Yeah. I am still. I'm, I think for me, I was so kind of not uh, enthralled by the school experience that I was kind of looking for a reason to not be there anymore. And right. for me, when I was like, oh, are things not working out well? I don't see a future in this. The school itself isn't really for me. I was kind of like that's a good excuse for me not to be here. So I yeah. think if I would have been doing great, having fun, studying hard, working hard, I would have maybe stayed for longer and then got out and been like, why would I spend
0: two years in school? I'm not sure if I would have ended up here if I had gone to a different school. You might not. I mean, like I think because because I left there because I did not want to do triathlons. Yeah. And if I was somewhere else for a different in sport, a maybe. school I didn't like or for right. a different sport, I think I would have stayed because on the very first day. I I told my parents, I was like, I, I don't want to be here. Yeah. Yeah, you like, kind of get that feeling when you, like, I first got there and I was like, man, oh, this is for me. Yeah. It's
1: hard. Well, because then when you try to rationalize it the whole time, you're oh, like, gosh. oh, I need to be here. I'm going to make this work, blah, blah, blah. And then it doesn't obviously yeah. work out a lot of times, but like, you try to make it work for so long. I mean, we get, I tend to, people tend to cling to things too. Like, you get into something like, oh, I've right. this time. I looked for all these schools. I finally went to one. I'm going to make it work.
0: And you kind of force it a lot of times, and it doesn't. I know it it definitely for me it definitely was forcing it because mm-hmm. I was like I think to me I was like this is the best and only option. I need to go here. I need to make it work and then I started I did shift my like mindset going into the like the summer going into freshman year and for a bit I was good. I was yeah. like ready. I was like excited about it mm-hmm. and then when I got there and I saw the reality, I all guess. of that went away. Yeah. And it was, it was back to, oh, man, I messed up.
1: Yeah. I think that's another thing, too, is, like, you can, like, over the summer, I kind of talked myself into, oh, I'm, yeah. I'm doing all this right. stuff at home. Like, I had a wheel and a kiln at home, so I was yeah. doing everything. And I was, like, I'm ready. I want to go to school and learn all this stuff. And I got there, like, we're going to start from scratch. I'm, like, this sounds like a waste of time. Right. And, like, you build this whole thing up in your head, like, how it's going to be. And you get there, and it's obviously never going to be the perfect vision you have in your head. Yeah. And then you're immediately kind of like, Oh shit. fucked up.
0: Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's super hard. And I don't know, like I, like, and I, there's nothing like that can prepare you for not knowing what the reality of it's going to be.
1: Yeah. I think, yeah, I, I agree with you. I think the only thing that prepares you is doing it a bunch of times and realizing that. Yeah. And then you're like, of, of course, like the more you get the more times you have that experience, you're like, Oh, right. I, but even then, like, you still, I find myself doing it all the time. Like, oh, it's going to be different than this. Like, this job's going to be good for this reason or that reason. And like, right. I'll bid it right. And I'm like, why did I do that? I've done this 15 times. Like, yeah. I'm making the same mistake over over again. You just fall into that habit of, like, oh, it's going to be better. Like, expecting it to be better than it is and talking yourself into, oh, it's going to be fine. Don't worry about it. Right. And you get there. You're like, why did I do that?
0: Avoiding the problem now so I have to do it later. It's yeah. what you're doing. So you're like, oh, I won't have to worry about it now. I'll do it later. Yeah. It, uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I everything. For me, and I, I think for both of us, worked out in the end, and I think oh, we're, for sure. we're both happy with yeah. where we ended up. But uh, for me, at least, it was it was kind of a rough road, oh, buddy. Getting oh, you know just so much yeah. up and down, not yeah. knowing where it's gonna be, and that that's tough. You know, yeah. that's hard to figure it out, especially because it's such uncharted waters. Yeah, of course, you're
1: leaving. A set environment for something that's not guaranteed like a school right you're guar- you're generally guaranteed four years you're gonna to go to school and afterwards you're well, gonna get that's the you know? like you're like yeah.
0: oh i'm, I'm gonna go here for four years I'm going to have a good time Yep.
1: Yeah. as you get your fun out see your yeah. friends meet new people who are your lifelong friends you're gonna be your bridesmaids your yeah. friends or whatever and then you go and then you see each other and you go right to a job somewhere and you have this great get family move some more away from your family kind of move to a new place see some new things yeah and it's like Rarely is that the case. Yeah. Of course, some, some people, yeah, had an experience. But even with COVID now, it makes it a very different world to live in
0: school as well. Oh, dude. Well, and, I, and I have loved not having to go to class mm-hmm. for class. Oh, before. sure. For you. Yeah, it's great. It is the best thing ever. Yeah. And we had a, uh, one of my classes, teacher at the beginning was asking, he was going through the list and asking everyone what they thought of remote learning mm-hmm. and like virtual classes and stuff. And I, I literally was like the last one to go. And everyone's like, oh, it's like, the worst thing ever. I feel disconnected. Yeah. Like, I'm not enjoying it. Like, it's so bad. One kid, one guy even goes, Yeah, I'm really depressed and I'm just masturbating a lot. And I was like, yeah. What? Just tell if your class is a good idea. I yeah. was like,
1: What? Open book there. That's a was like, book.
0: Oh my God. I was like, <laughs> We did not just go there. Yeah. And, um, The teacher just, like, laughed and was like, oh, TMI. And the kid was like, oh, TMI, but had to say it. And it's like, no, you didn't. No, you didn't say that. Yeah. I wanting to share things because you're not connected to class anymore. Yeah. So you set up attention again for a second. And he gets to me, and he's like, oh, Wilson, what did you think? And I was like, I loved it. I, was like, awesome. yeah. I thought it was so great. Like I had more time for do other stuff. Like I got all my work done, my grades in suffer. Yeah. I was like, it was a time of my life. Well you you like to be outdoors and away yeah. from school. Like I hate driving over
1: there. Yeah. Some it, people it's just their whole life is like in a classroom so oh, they want to be all the friends, yeah. all the drama.
0: It's they just want to be around it all the time. I don't at all. No. And he was like and he did not like that answer. He was like, Alright, thank you everyone. Like, and <laughs> because he was like definitely looking for everyone to say it's horrible. Yeah. So they can and, go back. Yeah. I and I don't know. And I was just like, I, I don't, like I honestly don't think it's bad. And he was like, Alright, next. I was yeah, like on to the next person, thank you so much. Yeah. I was like, sorry for giving my opinion. Yeah. I was like, My goodness. Yeah, I think that was another
1: thing with me with school is they my school, at least art school. Art yeah. schools. Oh, it's a bit yeah, interesting it's different. to begin with very different so I got there and it was kind of like they wanted you to agree with their narrative of like school is for this and art is supposed to be this and yeah like, if you don't agree with them then they're just not you're not going to fit in
0: there you're not well, going to like you no I get it I'm because I switched into like a film production major with a minor in communication mm-hmm. so it's like mostly art based classes oh yeah which going into it I was like oh this is going to be cool like I might learn some stuff like I already know most of it so it won't be that hard mm-hmm. like I'll be able to create and do stuff I actually enjoy, but what I didn't think about is the ego of other art people Ooh. and the art, and the ego uh, of art teachers. Oh, that's another level through the roof. Another level. Yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah. it's so bad.
1: I couldn't and, get over it when I was there because it was like they had this. Idea that they're the best at this field, like they and they have this is,
0: structure of how it should be when it's gonna, so dumb because art's fluid. It's yeah, not supposed to be structured. That's
1: the thing. Probably of all majors yeah. you could ever take, art is the one thing where it's not. There's no set. There should not art. be a set because way to do it. It's whoever. It's somebody else's view on it that you're trying to get. Like, right? You're looking for somebody else to appreciate this for what they're for them to connect to it somehow. Yeah, it can't be one set thing because no person's gonna be like. Every person can't connect to one piece of art. Or one, nobody's gonna like the same song. Right. It's not ever gonna be like that. So if you're teaching a set class where art's gonna be this way, you're just you're butchering the idea of art.
0: Right. And and I I really think art should be like an expression of one person, like yeah. how they like want people to view what they're showing. And like the, a small example that the, the main te- like one of the teachers who I've had issues with, um, we had to film shots like different types of shot like wide shot Mm -hmm. very wide shot medium shot close-up all that stuff and i would do the shots and i would do them to the best of my ability what i thought they were and he'd be like nope there are too much headroom like all this like little minute stuff that's like it doesn't matter like when someone's filming a movie they don't go oh man this wasn't a extreme wide shot this was a very wide shot oh the movie's ruined yeah it doesn't matter
1: yeah no i think the content is quite important i think like if you get if you're engaged in something most of the time like if you're you can see somebody's face they're not like half heads not of cut off something like yeah. that the message is going to be the same and right. you're still going to be engaged if you're engaged in a, a piece of uh film or a piece of like photography you're yeah. going to be engaged whether or not the shots perfectly squared up and lined up or the edges are super crisp versus yeah like having everything lined up perfectly but you're shooting out like a blank wall it doesn't make awesome.
0: Oh my gosh, this is re- And he would, yeah. like, take up... There were just so many points taken off for something like that. And I was like, this is ridiculous. Like, yeah, I mean,
1: I just think there's a lot of things in school that can't be taught well in a classroom environment or yeah. in a uh, professional environment like that. You can't... Like, art is one of those things. It's very hard to teach in a right. classroom, or, like, as a, a set course, like, a set set of courses. Like, for me, like, they wanted me to take this drawing thing and this yeah. thing and this thing. I was like, well, I don't... Like, I can understand... They want you. They want to expose you to a couple different, different aspects, mediums. different mediums, yeah. different things, different people, different ideas. But at a certain point, you're going to bounce around so much and get so many different ideas that you're going to get to the point where like, why? Like, what am I here to learn about art? Right. Like, What's your concentration? Yeah, like, what are you trying that? to concentrate on? Like, right. you can do a little bit of everything, like the Jack all trades, but with art, I think. The best artists kind of find a field and they stick in it. They're not, there's no artist that's like, "Oh, I do this and this and this and this and this." And this. Right, and this. they find their niche. Yeah, you find a niche, you get real good at it, yeah. and you become like the known artist for that. And I think right. trying to be a little bit of everything in art ends up not working out too well. I mean, I'm sure there's Disney people who spread do
0: it. yourself too thin.
1: Yeah, I'm sure people who do it, but it's just like if anything, like if you do every sport, you can't be the best at every sport. You're going to be okay at every sport. Right. Like if you do one sport forever, you're wrestler forever. You're going to be the best wrestler. Yeah. You're the best boxer, whatever it's going to be. But if you do boxing, MMA, running, surfing, whatever. It's- you're going to yeah. be good. You could be good at all the sports, but being the best is just not going to happen. No, so yeah, I agree.
0: Yeah, it's it's interesting.
1: Yeah, you got to make your mind up on it. I mean, it's like, it's, for me, like, I've never been a person that's like, oh, I'm going to stick with this one thing and do it best ever. I'm going to be right. the best person at this. Like, I never found interest. I know you've jumped through a bunch of different yeah. sports. And I just think the experience of a lot of different things is great to have and to get some information from it and be able to do it yep. is important. But mastering something and, like, to be at an Olympic level for something is such an investment of time. And it's such a singular focus, I think it can not be healthy. Sometimes it can kind of, that's your whole world. And if you do ever get there and you're like, okay, I'm here, what, what's, what's next? Yeah. That's it. You're done. Like, if you get to the top, like you're never going to be at the top forever. You might yeah. get there for a season or a game or whatever it might be, but very few people are going to be pedestal, greatest of all time. And that's it. Like you're done. So. Yeah, no, it's pretty, it's pretty crazy, man. It is, it's an interesting, I mean, it's uh, a lot of those things, especially sports uh, nowadays because there's so many people who are in sports and there's so yeah. many sports you can do and it's affordable for a lot of people to do all these different sports. Um, it's to get to the top between millions of people in some of these sports is yeah. so far-fetched sometimes because, I mean, even you could be the best. You could put all your time and you could do all this training, but somebody's born is six inches taller than you or is right. the right build, or has this special attribute and no matter how much training, you're never going to surpass them. So to try yeah. to be the best at a sport like that is, yeah, I don't know. it's just it's not going to happen. You're probably going to be a little disappointed. So I've been in playing sports. I'm like, oh, I feel real good, and you go out and feel, and you're like a different level. People are just in a different
0: level. It is pretty crazy. Like, and I remember when when Coach Washburn he he asked me, he's like, all right, you want to run college? He's like, there's two different ways you could do it. He's like, you could go be a a big fish in a small pond where mm-hmm. you could be a small fish and big pond mm-hmm. and you kind of have to like, yeah, choose, yeah. and for Syracuse, if that had worked out, small that would have been a very small fish yeah. in a very big pond. Yeah. Against, some, some very big uh, yeah. against some very big fish. Against some very big fish. Yeah. But like, like I got offered like a spot at like Delaware mm-hmm. and like, I think that or like it or, like to go to like a D3 school, like yeah. Trinity or something like that. Like that would have been a, big fish in a small pond. Yeah. And I think that like with whatever you do, like you always kind of have a, there's always like a choice of what way you want to set yourself up. And I think, I think now like who I am now looking back on, I think it'd be more valuable to be a small fish in a big pond. Yeah. Because I think then you have the ability to rise up Mm -hmm. to meet other people. Mm -hmm. But if you're the best, you're going to have a false sense of your abilities and you're also not going to be able to be challenged. Yeah. And if you can't be challenged, then you can't get better.
1: Yeah, I would agree. I think it's important to do a little bit of both. I think having your ego checked by people being better than you is a very important thing. I mean, it's a small town mentality. Right. You get you're at a small town. And you're like you're the person in the town. Like everybody knows your name. And yeah. You're, you're a big man on campus. Big man on campus. Walk around. Yeah. Everybody knows you. Like girls. Blah, blah blah. And then you go somewhere else. You're like, oh, everybody's like doesn't know me. I people know who I am. Right. I don't know my name. They don't care. Like there's people bigger than you. But they knew that yeah. It's an ego check. I think it's good. I mean, obviously you don't want to be obscure forever. Like you want to have some group yeah. of people who are you can who understand you and who you right. get along with. But yeah, I mean, going somewhere where you're out of your comfort zone
0: is definitely a good thing. I would imagine you were a big fish in a small pond in the soccer program.
1: Yeah, a bit. I, no, our program in general, I was the only, of course, sport. I was one of, the, I was the only soccer guy, and one of the only guys in our program. I was like one of the six guys. In the whole oh, okay, team. like wow. hundred and ten people. Oh my gosh! And only one who wasn't orange hair. Sure. Very very yeah, yeah. Outgoing. I'm not going to say the, the alpha yeah. people. I was one of the alpha people. Right. I was hated immediately just because i wasn't like because you then, were the way you were yeah, i was yeah, just yeah. like no i wasn't mean or anything i was like hey guys I was like, no, oh. no i know but you were you oh, weren't yeah. you weren't orange hair oh yeah it. and i said like hey how's it going and they're like what's your pronoun i'm like uh what I'm like he oh, and i was like kind of wear a pronoun on my shirt i was like okay this is first day i was like this is legit and like and then you're on the soccer team they're like how's oh, our class i'm like oh it's odd and it's like i'm working with like engineers like yeah sports positions and stuff like that and that's what they're majoring in and yeah, and for me, it was like, you're immediately singled out. And I was like this, there's nobody else like me in the class. I mean, I was kind of like the only guy there. I was like, right. okay, this is a little odd. Like, like, I don't know where to go from here. Like, would I just be myself some more? Yeah. And I, like, I wasn't going to fit in with them. Like, I didn't want to be part of that world. Like, I, was, I had an idea of what I wanted to be. Right. And I can understand, like, be whoever you want. I yeah. actually don't care. Like, I have no preferences. I'm going to be nice to you no matter what. Right. But it doesn't mean I want to be like that.
0: So. Right, it's not fun for you to be in that situation where oh. you feel excluded. Oh, I just be—I'm
1: hated just for walking the room. Yeah.
0: Right, that, and yeah. that's not—that's not fun for anyone.
1: No, of course not. And I mean, it yeah. wasn't a learning—a good learning environment either way. Because I'm in the classroom, and then I'm thinking about—I want—I don't want to talk to these people because they're just going to be mad at me, and I right. can tell a teacher I'm being this or sexist or this or whatever. Yeah. So that's just like you're—it's—it wasn't going to go well. I could, i could kind of see that when I first got there. I was like, oh, this is not what I was expecting.
0: Yeah, I. Uh, when I went to Queens, I was a I was a very small fish in a big pond. Yeah, because a much bigger school. I mean, I to Queens for ceramics too. Well, just in the sense of the triathlon program. Oh yeah, I mean, I remember because like the kids there, like they've been doing it for like oh, eight lifetime. to twelve yeah. years, yeah, and lifetime. I had been doing it for like a couple summers. Mm-hmm. Like that yeah, was it was huge. something you got into, and you were like you
1: were great around here, you were like with yeah. stuff, but yeah, yeah, yeah. you get there and they're like professional travel. right? I mean, they're yeah. like
0: legitimately like they raced around the world and mm-hmm. like they were like had been in the sport. Like they just knew stuff that I couldn't even like comprehend. It was crazy.
1: Yep. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's one of those things like you, you take it as you will, like sometimes it's going to be good. Sometimes it's going to be bad. Yeah. But I mean, the experience itself, it led you to not want to be there anymore. Right. But I don't think that's a bad thing. I think, no, I think it was a yeah. learning experience. I think For it was, sure. I think it
0: was healthy and yep. I definitely, it did force me to like grow up and kind of like face some hard decisions. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't regret it, but it is just kinda of crazy how it, it all worked out. Yeah. Like, Did I, I ever really tell
1: you like, how I left school?
0: Why I left school? Or like how I ended up leaving?
1: Uh uh-uh. uh. Okay. So I uh it was it's actually a really bad it's a funny story. You were talking about earlier like how it was a rough transition. Yeah, yeah. Cool house so I had a bad choice. So I of course thinking my mom is an education and she's right. very much like she wanted me to be in school, like go to these pro like education. Pro education. Yeah, yeah. I mean she understands like I've never been the best at school, but she's never been like, Oh, you you don't have to go, I don't worry about it. Right. Very much, go to school, work hard, all this kind of stuff. And I, uh, when I left school, I was like, I know it's gonna be bad coming home and being like, I don't want to go back. Right. So I was like, I talked to a friend of mine's dad, his contractor I started working with, came back, or talked to him about coming back, just working for the winter break. Like, hey, I want to come back for the winter break and try it out. Didn't want really to tell him. He was, of course, he was immediately like, uh, you sure? It's just for winter break. I'm like, oh yeah, I just want to try it, see how it's gonna yeah. go. And. So we had, it was, like, it was exam week. I think I saw my family for Thanksgiving. And I went, they came up to West Virginia. And uh, we went and stayed, saw my cousins. And I was like, the well, last night I came up to my mom, I was like, hey, mom. So I'm not going to go back to school. Like, I'm going to drop out. She's like, what? She lost. I lost it. And she yelled at me for like, hours. I was like, oh, my god!" They were leaving. Gosh. They had like a 10-hour drive back home the next day. And I was going back to school because I had to finish like, exams and stuff. Right. And I was like, that was good. It went well. And she, I mean. Oh, it was like a meltdown. Like, I didn't think they were going to talk to me again. And so I go back to school. And my bright idea was I'm not going to show up for exams. I'm going to skip all my exams
0: and fail oh out of school. So
1: there's no possible way I can go back. So I failed out of college on purpose.
0: Oh, my
1: God. So I didn't go to class for the last two weeks. <laughs> I went, like, camping in the woods above the campus for, like, three days. Came back. And just kind of sat in my dorm room. Went to practice all this kind of stuff.
0: Oh my god, and that was like, hilarious! Oh, it was like, and I,
1: I was like, man, this is gonna go so well. And I didn't, I wouldn't talk to mom for like a week. I didn't call her back. She called me. She was like, oh, like let me know you're right. So I didn't talk to her after like the what, whole week. I get back, and I'm like, uh, I, I think I called her. It was like after the exams. She was like, Are you come, like what's going on? Are you coming home? And I hadn't talked in, like a week. She thought I was dead or something like that. A bit, and so. Jeez, Jackson, and I was like, yeah, this <laughs> should
0: not. Be advised. It's not
1: advised, and this is a bad way to do this. <laughs> this is probably the worst possible way to do this. I
0: had a rational conversation yeah. with my parents. I was they like, "I'm leaving. Well. I'm done."
1: No, and it was a meltdown, and then, uh, of course, I didn't tell my mom that I had not taken an exam. I was sure, like, yeah, I course. was like, "I'm yeah, I'm going home. I'm done." And I went and talked to the dean of the school, and I walked up to him. He's like, "So, because had to go because when you leave, you got to go get your slip fully out. Like, why are you leaving? Where are you going to go? Where to transfer your records to?" Right. And I was like, walk up to him. And by that point, it was funny. I was like, I knew I was going to leave. and I wasn't going back to school, Yeah. and I wasn't sure what I was going to do. I was like, I'm just not, I can't go back to school. I hate it. Yeah. And uh, so I get, I leave, talk to the dean, and he's like, So where are you going? I'm like, Oh, UNF. He's like, When we send your records to UNF? I'm like, Oh yeah, send them over. Send them to UNF. Oh my
0: and god. And he's like, man. When do you
1: think you're transferring? I'm like, Oh, sometime in the future. I told mom, I was like, Oh, I'll take some online classes when I get home. Like, oh, I'll like to start some online stuff. I remember
0: you telling me that. Yeah. So I was like, oh yeah, I'll take
1: online classes. Yeah, it was just a method to calm Total her anger. Lose. Oh, I was, it was so bad. I lied so much for the last, the first week. Oh my gosh. So then my mom was like, uh, well, you're going to come home, right? And I'm like, yeah, I had almost, I had a car up there, so I had to drive back. Yeah. And uh, I drove back, and I got home, and it was like two weeks, and of course it was kind of like wintertime, like holiday season, so like, we weren't, I wasn't at work yet. Like I met the contractor I was working yeah. with, but I hadn't gone to a job work yet. And uh, I think it was like a day or so after Christmas, and I was with my family at the house. And my mom gets, like, an email in the mail, like, your semester grades. And oh it was, like, God. F, D, disqualified, C. And I was, like, it was, like, my GPA was, like, the 1.1. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was no credit hours approved. Like, oh,
0: my God.
1: It was funny because I had split payment with her for college for the first semester. So I paid, like, six grand, and she paid, like, six grand. Wow. Out of whatever your Florida prepaid was. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. So and, <laughs> yeah, so I get there, and I was, like, come back. Like, Okay. She, I come to the house one day. And she's like, just I'm furious. I'm like, what's going on? She's like, you failed every class. And I'm like, oh yeah, I do know that. <laughs> That's like, what happens when you skip exams. Oh, <laughs> I mean, oh, it was so bad. It was, it was a meltdown. We're not going to get into it, but it was a meltdown. I bet. And I was like, she's like, you're going to have to leave. You're never going to make anyone in this world. You dropped out of school. You have no future. I was like, yep. Yeah. I mean, I can't argue with that. I, I didn't know I was going to do that. Right. But yeah. I was like, I mean, yes. I feel like this is something I could do. Construction, maybe. Right. But like, I didn't know the guy. Now I'm like. Best choice I could have ever made. Yeah. Not going back. I'm like, young guy, construction, a bunch of older men there. who are all retiring soon. The window, the door is wide open. You yeah. want anybody who is competent to go out there and work. You can make so much money. Market's booming right now. It's great. I, best time that I could have left. Because I left about a year and a half before all the COVID stuff started. Yeah. So I kind of had a foundation. I had a company I was working with. I wasn't worried about not having work. I worked the entirety of COVID. I didn't have a single day. Worked yeah. Every single day. Worked all that time, had these contractors that we are working with. So then COVID came along, everybody kind of freaked out. We worked the whole time. I'm working with a new contract now. I'm still, still going good. But like when I came back, it would have been, I could have been like complete failure. Like never, like drop out of school, Dang. no future there. I kind of backed in something the corner, which is a really good method. If you want to have to do something 100% and like keep something 100%. If you don't do it, you kind of fuck. Yeah. So it was, I was kind of like, if I didn't get construction right, no, I, I don't really have anything else I was going to do Like, I, I mean, I to go back to school, but like, what are you going to start? I basically had no credit from the first semester. Right, you start all over. Start all over again. Which, yeah. I mean, and what program was I going to take? I don't, I never really wanted to take another program besides art. I just want to do art because it was a filler yeah. for four years of school. And yeah, so I got, I mean, now I'm like, oh, best thing ever. Like, I put myself into a corner and I had to fully invest my time yeah. and energy into something, which is a great method. For some people, if you of you back stuff up, give yourself one option, put all your energy to one option, which is what I did. That was all my focus. I didn't, I didn't talk to any friends. Really, when I came back, I didn't, I didn't hang out with guys from work. After work, it was kind of just like, I go to work, I learn about work, I pick up tools, I try to do everything. I got side work going. And it developed, I developed a good, a really good work ethic and a commitment to like myself when I came home. But it wasn't, it was uh, about a two or three month period where I was like, okay, this could go real bad. Yeah. I was making I was making no money. I was making like ten dollars an hour at uh, like, this is shit. Can I make you like four hundred bucks a week working eight hour days on a construction site?
0: Yeah.
1: And of course hard. I just like hard work, I'm up building all day, and I was like, Man, this is pretty bad. I was like, I don't know about this. Because it's like you get to a point where I was like I I was committed to staying in it and working and working and working. But I was kinda like, man, I'm gonna make a lot of money, living with my parents again. Like this is not a great situation I've out school. Like I'm
0: eh, this is
1: I'm on the teetering edge of kind of like, that's where yeah. you hear it's like a bad story, like somebody goes to college, drops out, and ends up in the could, trades. Could have gone
0: very bad. Yeah, like
1: normally when you hear that, you're like, oh, he messed up. Like he's, right. You did something bad. You yeah. dropped out. You're in the trades. Like That's why, it's funny because there's a stigma against like going into a trade because yeah. it's like, it's what you do if you mess up, which I think is a bad idea because there's a lot no, I of agree. Yeah. good things you can get, people you can meet, yeah. experiences you can have, and money you can make in the trades. Right. If you do it for the right reason. There's plenty of people work with who are out there for the wrong reason, who are forced into it, and they hate their job every day, and they're not out there to learn anything or make money, or they're just there because they get a paycheck, and they're counting the hours every day, right. the week, every week, trying to get to the next holiday or the next break, and that's not the way to do it. Like I enjoy yeah. being out there. I never think about hours. I never think about how long a week's going to be. I'm like, I'm out there having fun, learning stuff. I'm, I enjoy, for me, it's, it's an expression of building something that's hard, but it's yeah. practical. It's usable. I can build somebody a house and they can live in it forever. Totally. And versus a piece of ceramics that gets thrown away or gets lost forever. Yeah. No,
0: it's, yeah, it's very it's, true.
1: And people will, I'm like, I'm I'm happy to have somebody pay for my skills to build something that they're going to then use and appreciate for a long time. Mm-hmm. A piece of ceramics is like, oh, it's an like art. You're paying, if you want to pay a lot of money for it, it's your, it's more of the expression, like you're paying for the art part of it, not the practicality part of it for me. Yeah. So yeah. I'm a very practical person. I try to think of myself as. Yeah. I would so say if too. you're an for me, building a house is one of the most practical things you could do is like yeah. to build everything, put the windows You're in. You're building someone's shelter. Basically, yeah. It's like which the, is
0: one of the key ingredients yeah. of a
1: life. Yeah, you find there's various people in the United States who don't live in a house somewhere. Yeah. So like it's the most common thing besides food, like food and housing. It's like, that's your essentials. Yeah. So I'm on one side of the essentials and. Look at like LA, yeah. there's like
0: thousands of homeless people. Like yeah. 80 to 100,000 people like homeless. Like yeah. it's crazy. You could not pay me to move there. No no I mean, it's, never
1: yeah it's funny too because it's like this utopia of like the weather's perfect right land's awesome like a lot of people you know, are moving out though God, a lot of celebrities never, are leaving well i mean the taxes are crazy and the taxes politics are there, crazy yeah. homeless and, people I mean, who, yeah. you want to live like you live here and you have people in tension in your yard like why would you want to do that yeah like, you pay a million dollars for this house and they can't get homeless people off your yard oh, that's crazy. it's crazy like what do you do you can't get a gun there's like a lot yeah. of stuff's restricted there horrible. Yeah. I mean, it it could, I mean, I think at one time it was a good idea. I think there's possibility for it to recover, but they're going to have to be shaken awake by everybody who has money leaving. Yeah. It's so bad. And then really like realizing that they have a bunch of homeless people living there and the apartment cost can't be $2,000 a month for one bedroom. Right. You can't charge that if there's nobody wants to be there. Totally.
0: Yeah. I agree. Well, I think that's a good note to end on. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was, that was great. Thank you all for listening. Thank you, Jackson, for coming out. That's a yeah. Busy schedule. job with you. Yeah. Thank you so much.